Hi, I'm Mark Richardson, and welcome to Remodeling Mastery. Remodeling Mastery is a podcast series that is intended to have you take a little bit of time and reflect on the business. Think about sort of where you've been, where you are, but also very much about the future. You know, it's also important, I think, you focus not only on you, but also the people and processes and the growth strategies within your business. So what I try to do is I take different types of topics that I think are interesting, certainly in what I'm hearing out there in the marketplace. This week's topic, I want to talk about a subject that's a little bit different than certainly many I've talked about in the past. It's a little bit different than focusing on some of the business and the sticks and bricks within your business. The title is Getting Your Mojo Back. You know, mojo is one of those words and one of those factors, I think, when it comes to business, that's oftentimes the difference between someone buying from you and not. It's a difference between having a good experience or not a good experience. And I think the more that you start to understand it, but more importantly, the best of the best out there, their mojo, they certainly get into a little bit of slumps at times, but they know how to get themselves out of it. So years ago, I was asked to do a talk on the subject. So I want to share not only a little bit about what it is, but also talk a little bit about ways that you can get it back. You know, mojo is one of those things that is defined, as I said, different ways for different people. But we also know that it is that style. It is that magical charm. It is that talent. But what we don't want to do is we don't want it to slip. So think about, first of all, where did it go? You know, as I sit back and reflect on this subject, you know, part of this is just the speed at which life is today, the overwhelm and the proliferation of choices and materials, the complexity, the challenges that everyone is experiencing. It just creates, I think, a series of weights and clouds over top of you that oftentimes, I think, can have that mojo sort of slip away. So... This is important because this is important to you, it's important to your people, and I think it's important as a leader in your company that they also, your people also, feel that you have your mojo and have that kind of encouragement. So here's some ways that I've certainly discovered, not only for myself personally, but what I feel folks out there of the best of the best are doing to try to get their mojo back when they started to slip. The first is, You've all heard the adage before, misery loves company. As you really think about that, there's a lot of that going on out here. There's a lot of it going on, I think, internally in your company, but also in the outside world. You know, in the outside world, the media feeds off of negative news, negative energy. So do you have to participate with that? No, you don't. Matter of fact, a good friend of mine, Brian Elias, winning an award A few years ago, he said, during the recession here, we chose not to participate. You know, choose not to engage with all this misery because it sort of feeds off of itself. It's like a virus or like a cancer. And I think the more that you can choose not to engage, whether it's choose not to necessarily watch all the negative news, choose not to necessarily read all the newspapers with all the things that are challenged all the time. You can choose, for example, also when you're around it and whether it's internally or externally and come, just choose not to be part of that dialogue. But I think if you choose not to pursue it, you're going to probably put yourself in a better state. The second is an example of 
an idea that was shared with me many, many years ago that I actually do this on a monthly basis. And I think it's a wonderful little tip. It's a very simple little tip. And that is make a list, make two columns and make a list of all the positives in your life and then all the negatives. When I make all the positives in my life, it could be related to the family, it could be financial, it could be interesting work, could be my health, whatever those kind of things are, that list goes on and on. And then the negatives are oftentimes only a couple of things. And when I've done this exercise in coaching different people, what I find is very consistent results. And that is usually with a little bit of deep dive digging into it, there's 10 to 15 positives and there's one to three negatives. And what happens, I think, from a mojo perspective is that when you're looking at that list and breathing it all in, and you realize there's so many positives that we have, and usually the negatives are something that you could fix and move to a positive with a little bit of a proactive plan. The third thing, I think, to help focus on improving your mojo is focus on your health. You know, health has got a lot of spokes, a lot of legs to it. You know, but the bottom line, I think if you're really feeling physically good and energized, it's hard to have that negative feelings about you. So focus a little bit on the exercise. Focus on the diet and what you eat. Focus on positive thinking. You know, I think if you're focused on your own sort of health, it's going to end up, I think, helping your mojo. Another element that's not quite so obvious is what I call redefine success. Now, we have a tendency to have annual plans or quarterly plans. Well, sometimes we fall short, and sometimes, quite frankly, in certain areas of the plans, we fall so, so short that it's very hard, like digging ourselves out of quicksand, to even be able to get. So what you should do, if you're feeling a little bit funky and you're feeling a little bit down, is redefine that day, that week, what would be successful. You know, don't necessarily get caught up in the fact that you're disappointed or you're disappointed in others in not achieving the particular goals. By adjusting what that success is, you can start to build off of it. And again, I think you're going to start to feel better and the mojo will be better. The next one is take control of your day rather than your day taking control over you. As I find one of the areas, it's very hard to have your mojo if you're out of control. And out of control, more times than not, means that your time management skills are really very, very poor. So what you need to do is start to take more control of your day rather than your day controlling you. Now, a good technique in terms of how to think about this, and I actually had a podcast that was just dedicated to this particular subject earlier, and that is look at the amount of reactive time in your day versus proactive. I find the folks that have a higher degree of proactive time, they tend to have more control. More control leads to better mojo. So what should that be? I would say for most people in the roles that you're in, 80-85% of your day should be proactive that you control rather than reactive. Then by creating a plan for that day and rolling out that plan, you're going to be more successful. The next element I want to talk about is expand your comfort zone. If you want to feel better about something, accomplish something you never did before. Experience something that you've never done before. 
It could be related to either speaking. It could be related to a technique. could be related to even somewhat of an activity that you're doing or, or, or working with someone. Expand your comfort zone, not in a huge way, but a little bit bigger way than it presently is. And that'll help you, I think, get out of the funk that you need to to feel better. Another tip I would say is get small wins. See, we have a tendency, I think, especially coming more from sales and marketing in the remodeling industry, to have certain sales, certain wins that we want to accomplish. They may be a size of project or size of a particular client or something. You know, but if you find yourself slipping, slipping in either in terms of close rate or you find yourself slipping in terms of, of the size of the project, try to go out and get a small win. As I've talked to many, many salespeople over the years, the best time, the best time to sell something is when you just sold something else. So by getting a small win, you're going to start to get that factor, that confidence that you need to get back. Another factor, I think, is the adage, which I really have, have, have certainly lived and, and like many, many years ago, I heard this, and that is, if you give, you get. You know, the reality is, I think you can really, I think, help to get that energy back by giving, by being a little bit more unselfish, by giving to others. You know, a friend of mine talks about his sort of mantra is the first thing you have to do is learn it, then you have to do it, and then you have to teach it. And by teaching others, you're going to not only feel better about yourself, but you're also, I think, going to take your own mastery on that subject to the next level. The next one I want to talk about is don't keep it a secret. You know, if you're feeling, again, the mojo sli slipping, you've got a lot of really powerful people, good friends, good family, coworkers around you that are happy to be able to try to help. So have lunch or have a conversation with someone and just talk to them a little bit about it. Oftentimes, all you do need to do is talk about it yourself and you can start to feel better, but they can also give you a little bit of coaching and perspective. So by not internalizing it and not keeping it a secret, I think that in itself will help you. The bottom line on all this, and I heard this adage many, many years ago, that there's sort of a, a formula to the enthusiasm that you can have, and it's that enthusiasm that you feel and that passion that you have that oftentimes translates to that mojo factor that, that really is very important. And the formula is really simple. Knowledge instills confidence. Confidence creates enthusiasm. And enthusiasm sells. And as you think about this, where does it all come from? It all comes from the knowledge. So by investing a little bit more time into your knowledge of something, whether it's a technical knowledge, whether it's a sales knowledge, whether it's a marketing knowledge, more knowledge into something, you become more confident. You become more, more confident in yourself, and then that's what creates the excitement and enthusiasm that ultimately others sort of gravitate to. So I want to thank everybody for listening to this little podcast today. And I know this is a topic that is a little bit more personal, but it's also today more important than others that it's your job to not only focus on yourself, but it's also to help and coach your team to get that X factor, that mojo back. Take care, everyone.